people are still a little more COVID sensitive, not everyone. And marching people to the office became certainly out of favor. But we have a heavily themed, very beautiful office. We used to give people tours, which we still do sometimes. You can't just have a good Google review and then treat them like not nicely. We're going to promote good health and prevent future problems. That has been a very powerful message for us, but I couldn't tell you in any one specific thing. I really, really feel, and we kind of touched upon this here and there, but I'll make it very clear, your best source of patience is going to come from within your own office. Welcome to another episode of Dental Marketing Goat, where we dive into the nitty gritty of how people get more new patients into their offices. And I have an exciting episode for you today. Dr. Mark Bennett, who's an owner partner of five pediatric practices in New York, he shares some of the hard things that he has to go through in his area to overcome how to get more new patients in his office and the secret sauce of how he's grown his practices. You are going to want to tune in for this one. So stay tuned. All right. So why don't you introduce us and let us know how many offices you have, where you're located, how many new patients a month you're, you're seeing. Hey guys, I am Dr. Mark Bennett. I am a pediatric dentist. We have four locations and we are on Long Island, depending on the location and the traffic, let's call it 45 minutes or more out of Manhattan, which could be three hours and could be 30 minutes, depending <laughs> on what day you go and what time. Yes. It's a super uh, busy area. The uh, Long Island has two counties. The counties we're in are often coming up as... Uh, higher taxes, more dense population relative to uh, some other parts of the country. And I always joke with people in order to get to my office, no matter where you're coming from, you go into past at least one pediatric dental office and probably 10 dentists, but probably more. So we have made, uh, we've made our place in the world of dentistry by, uh, I don't want to say high end, we are a dentist for everyone, but we are predominantly fee-for-service. We're in network with a couple insurances. We uh-huh. don't take any uh, state insurance, and we're only in, in network with a couple plans. So I always tell people that if if you're here, you want to be here. You didn't choose my office because I'm the guy who is on your plan. Of course, that happens yeah. sometimes. You know, people come for all different reasons. But, uh, you know, we're going for a slightly uh, nicer uh, experience. Uh, the big... Uh, not joke, but term we use in the office, and we stole this from someone else, truthfully. Don't don't ask me who. But we are a customer service organization that happens to provide dentistry. So we've really all I like focused that. upon that. That's part of our journey. Do you how many new patients roughly are you seeing a month right now? So it's funny because I'm going to be meeting with your team later. So I have to really sit and break it down per month. <laughs> uh but there is an ebb and flow in pediatric dentistry. When you average it all out, I think it's safe to say we, per location, some locations are busier than others, it's about 10 new patients a week per location. So about 40 a week or do the math, depends how you do mm-hmm. it. We are uh, traction people. So we have mm-hmm. a scorecard, which sure, some of yep. your listeners know about. So we try to go by weekly numbers and quarterly goals and all these kind of things. So... Try to break so it down how, by weekly to be able to respond quickly. 
Sorry to disrupt the show, but I got something crazy to share with you. We are attempting to connect with all of our listeners. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast, and we want to meet you in person. We have four events coming up, and I want to give you a discount code that you can use for the next week to save $300 off your ticket. The discount code is Gary Bird, and the link is going to be just down below. You can also go to smcnational.com forward slash events. I hope to connect with you in person and help each other grow our businesses. Can't wait to see you soon. That's awesome. And then, so what, what has worked really well for you? What are some things that you, I, I know you've, uh, Google reviews has been huge for you, so I'd love to talk through that. But what, what are the things that you just say, man, these things really help drive new patients directly? So I, I am not that old. I don't think I'm that old. I'm, I'm 42. And uh, I'm 40 I got and involved. I'm not old either. So yeah, I'm with you. Not, I'm not old, but I actually have seen a tremendous change in the way that we get new patients and it is always evolving. This is not a secret, but when I first got here, they were coming from professional sources, pediatrician sending kids, another dentist. I can't handle this. Go to this guy or Al or whoever. Um, always friends are going to be sending their people like, oh, you know, you got to go to my dentist. He's so great with my kid, Joey or whatever. But uh, by and large, the largest source of new, new to the office people is, I'll just generically say the internet. So whether they found me on Google, on a Facebook group, on a Facebook mom site, which we're big here, a review site, you name it, it is the internet. It used to be that my best friend sent you, sent you here, which I still get that, of course. My sister brings her kids. That's still a huge source of patience. But now everyone's best friend is Google, Facebook, Instagram, and whatnot, and much less TikTok, but at least for my market. So when I have a question, the first thing I do is I go to Google, and then I evaluate from yep. there. But that's, that's where people go. That's where people go for questions. Yep. And they're even switching how they do it. It used to be, I type it in. Now I ask Siri. I use the voice search. Yeah. My kids not that young, but my 13-year-old, my 10-year-old who do have personal cell phones, um, they don't even type. They just hit the button. They say, what pizza place is open? So you need to be you know, kind of voice optimized for the questions that people are asking. They don't even know what they're looking for, but you yeah. have to come up and look good. Yeah. So how do you, how do you manage that? Because there's a lot of things you listed there, right? So there was so there's Google. So Google's huge. So you can run ads and do SEO for Google. Uh -huh. And then there's all the other stuff you just listed. So there's the mom groups, there's the, um, the, the other like next door is another one. And some of those, do you just approach those as like, Hey, those are kind of like referrals where you just take really good care of the customer. And then other people tell other people, or are there things that you do to stop so, that? So I, I am a full time clinician and I am very busy. I feel fortunate that I'm very busy. Um, but I don't have specific time carved out. So I honestly, I depend a lot of this, the Google ads and whatnot on companies like yours. Say, hey, I need to manage this for me. I need help. I'll meet with you, but I can't do very much. But uh, I guess maybe the thing to talk about, the thing that I think I have gotten good at, I'm an outgoing guy, I'm a loud guy, and I, I don't have a lot of um, shame or fear so I know that my patients are coming from other patients, whether they're real interactions or digital interactions. Mm. And I, I tell everyone this. I tell my staff. I tell my partners. I tell my associate doctors. I go, I, my schedule is often more booked than other people's schedule. And it's not because I'm a better doctor. I'm definitely not a better doctor. I'm not 
better looking or better at this or I don't do something different than the other people in my office, at least you know, by specialty. But people are constantly telling me, I read on Google, I saw on Facebook that you know, you're funny or that this happened or you saw my best friend and then I chose you because I read and I have the most Google reviews, not because I'm, I'm the best, I'm far from it, but you need to really put yourself out there and just ask people. And again, a, a, few, a few of what I'm about to say is original, but I think people know things and then don't necessarily do them. So I'll try to put it as plain as I can. Humans, like by human nature, People like to help other people. We are social yeah. people. And you could be in a fairly uh, a cynical city like New York or LA or something. If you smile at someone, eh, someone's going to give you the finger, but more people are going to smile back than not. Uh, I'll try, I thought before this, I'd give some good examples, but whenever everyone says, I found you on Facebook, I saw you on Google, my friend on the site, I'll say, can you do me a favor? Can you help me? I try to make it a little silly sometimes say, you know, there's another mom or dad or uncle, whoever, just like you, who doesn't know that their kid needs this. Or if I have a very large funeral, and sometimes people come in, they think there's one cavity and there's, there's 10 and their kid needs sedation. And they're like, oh my God, like what happened? Like, well, this is what happens. We do that. We're going to fix it. It's okay. We're, you know, stay positive. We're going to fix it. We can do this. Okay. But can you, can you do me a favor? I know that someone in your kid's playgroup, the soccer team, whatever they've told me about, they have the same problem as your kid has. They'd and, say nicer, hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. They don't know where to go, especially yeah. with we see a lot of special need families, kids mm. with sensory disorders. It can yeah, be yeah. hard for, and young adults, even for these people go to the dentist, people that are very fearful, even if they have all of their facilities, can be a scary thing to go to the dentist. We try to make it as fun as possible. I say, I bet you, you know, somebody or just like how you got here with the Google review. Sometimes they make it silly. You have to read the room. Of course, you can't ask yeah. everybody. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, I, I literally joke. I go, oh, you know, we saw so many reviews. I said, that's because I ask, you know what? Right. I got a little competition with my partner. Can you do me a favor? I have <laughs> a little so bet good. with him going. He's not a real bet, yeah. but yeah. I want to have more than him. So you do me a favor. Can you do that for me? Yeah. Prevent what happened to you from happening to someone else? And most people are, are down with it. They want to help you. Yeah, they want to help you beat the co uh, competitor or they want to help yeah. you or help the other people. And the other yeah. thing that most people don't realize, uh, especially in the dental world, is that things have changed. So it used to be a one-on-one -on -one ratio that someone goes out and tells one person about you and you we'd be really happy about that. Mm -hmm. But now, even if you have that one-to-one -one ratio, they're still going online. They're still looking you up before they actually yeah. come in. And then also when they go into these mom groups and they share, that's like patient referrals on steroids. And you can't, there's not a lot you can do to provoke that, but I think you are doing all the right things to help encourage it. And uh, one, one, one thing that I wanted to add to this is I know you, you take your patient journey very seriously and how the offices look and feel and just the whole patient experience. Can you kind of break that down, how that plays into all of this that you're talking about? Well, yeah, I mean, right, right off the bat, be, because of our, you know, founder and first partner who are still practicing, uh, we have a fairly complicated name. It's Edelberg Montalban. Few people <laughs> can spell that. They're going to type it in the Google room. But uh, if, if someone tells me that on a software field, it's not like I'm going to, you know, happy teeth smile. 
It's it's a little bit of a weird name. Maybe they remember, maybe they don't. The first thing anyone's going to do is Google it. So we try to do our target or AdWord, geofencing, all of these things. But, you know, people are visual. Uh, I definitely don't have as much as I should, but video, testimonials, the look and it, you know, you need to, you, you can't have a gorgeous picture online and then an ugly office. Hey. So we try, we're not perfect, but we try to have the phone picked up by the second ring. We have earlier hours, we have later hours, we have Saturday hours. We try to have friendly people. The way they pick up the phone is, you know, how may I help you smile? This is so-and-so. It's kind of become like a little bit of our uh, tag line, which honestly, I didn't come up with that. One of my employees came up with that. Yeah. One of my uh, team members. And, That's really good. you know, everything, you know, we try to, one of our core values is wow. We're trying to wow you from that first phone call to when you leave. So we're at a network for some people, many people, honestly. So we try to figure out what the payment is and have lots of different payment options. And there's yeah. no mystery, a black hole. What's this going to cost? It's a lot of fear people have. Uh, yeah. We have fallen out of doing this partially because of COVID and where we are in the country. People are still a little more COVID sensitive, not everyone. And marching people through the office became certainly out of favor. But we have a heavily yeah. themed, very beautiful office. We used to give people tours, which we still do sometimes. Parents can come back. I know that can be a hot topic in pediatric dentistry. But for us, that's important. And it's 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 everything from the carpeting color to the lighting to the decor to the way you say something to what you're wearing. It's not just one thing. You can't just have a good Google yeah. review and yeah. then treat them like not nicely. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I another another side of this, and you've mentioned it several times already, but I think it's important to call out is the market itself so the market that you're in is very very competitive so now here's something from my perspective every dentist that i talk to goes no gary you don't understand my market's tough and it's unique everybody says that it doesn't matter where Absolutely. it's at but yours Absolutely. is yours is verifiably one of the hardest you new york is very very difficult that whole region near the city there is tough because there's rivers there's bridges there's tolls there's traffic and people are stacked on top of each other. You might have a millionaire uh, or even a billionaire living up here and literally a homeless yeah. person living right below him. We don't have that in Southern California quite as much, right? It's, it, it's, it, we're more spread out. And so you have one of the tougher markets. So what, how do you approach that? Or what is your message for people out there when they're thinking, man, my market's just tough. How, how do you kind of mentally sort through that? I mean, I guess I'm going to, deal something that I know you speak about, but I, I don't see anyone who walks in the door and we're often surprised you think someone's going to be a bad patient and they're maybe the best in the whole office because you make a judgment based upon their income where now you don't know their income, but where they live, what job they have. You get patients from anywhere, but we do, yep. we do have, if you, you want to call it an avatar, sounds like a, you know, it's a trendy word to say now, but yeah. I know that my ideal patient is going to be someone who values quality and we're all board certified like you know we're all board certified but no one cares no one knows what that means on an advertisement it's like a big funnel i'm throwing out this net on the internet even if i'm trying to be a little targeted there's no um there's no relationship there you're just another name and someone else is board certified so i don't push that we're board certified even though i think that's super important I push that we have, and we've asked people, why do you come here? What do you like? 
The office is clean. The office is available to you. But I also know my ideal target customer is someone who is, at least for the area, you're not rich, you're not a billionaire, but a little more disposable income. It's not the, the person who's looking to save every penny. And I am not the most expensive, even in my area. But if you were looking, the minute someone says, I have to say network, I have to say network, I have to say a new network, that's a much harder person for me to get. And some of those people will come. But my experience has also been, even if they come, they don't last here forever. They have yep. one problem that I fix. It's a sedation. It's one fill. And then they go back to their network dentist, which is fine. But with pediatrics, it's a little funny. I get the person for the most for 15 or maybe it's going to be 20 years on a rare case. People don't always move out and go to college. But if I was a general dentist, you come in your 20, you could stay until you're 80, hopefully. All of my patients are going to leave. So I have to have new patients and I have to have the right new patients who are going to stay with me. And ideally, I have an orthodontist, I have an oral surgeon continue their journey with me because they understand they're not paying a lot more. Maybe they're even paying less because sometimes our network benefits are really wonderful. But I'm not just the guy or gal or whoever that takes your insurance. Eh. Like you're getting something different here. Got it. And so do you, when you approach this problem, right? So you're, you're trying to figure out, okay, how do I get people in? I know there's a certain right kind of customer and I know there's probably a wrong kind of customer. And, and, and you're trying to attract these patients in. What, what works best to actually get them in? Either a channel or the call to action. Is there something that you go, you know what, this, this in my area works really well for me? As an example, maybe it's a, a free exam and x-ray, or maybe it's a discounted cleaning, yeah. or maybe we've, it's... A- we've, done, uh, we, we've done some version of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the real truth is I, I haven't been fantastic about tracking. It's very hard because we have... Too many locations, too many providers, too many people picking up the phone, which, which is good, but it's a little harder for you to be like, oh, we did this thing free under three, and that worked amazingly. Uh, I do feel if I can get them in, they're highly likely to stay because I do think we offer something better, something that's near and dear to my heart and works very well with pediatric dentistry, and maybe you know or maybe you don't, uh, it's not even so much that that like there's there's so many patients and people have an island but people don't always bring their kid at the right time you're supposed to come at age one and if i can prevent a problem that's so much better than solving a problem so having that message that like when people call when they see my ads it's that we're going to promote good health and prevent future problems that has been a very powerful message for us but i couldn't tell you in any one specific thing we do many things that are non-digital too. I mean, I don't really think we get very many patients from sponsoring the soccer team, but I do know <laughs> yeah. that, but like, it feels good to do. And I love it. it. Yeah. And like, I want to, yep. I hate to say this, a, a parent passes or, or God forbid a child. And, and I'm certainly happy to donate and to do whatever and get her name on the dance recital thing. I don't think people are coming from that, but when, you know, it's like Nike, Nike's doing pretty well. But they're still advertising, as is Apple. Yeah. And again, one yeah. thing I'm saying here is brand new. You just have to see something. Uh, they say like six times or seven times. So I just want to be all yeah. over the place. Something that's been very powerful for us, not digital and very time consuming, is going to the schools, going yeah. to the street fairs, handing out toothbrushes, 
you know, your kid comes home with something and maybe you book, maybe you don't, but then your friend says something and then you Google and you put it all together. I saw the that at the dance recital. My friend goes there. I saw that on Facebook. You know, I, I think that's helpful, but I couldn't tell you one single thing. Yeah. And that's hard to do. It's, 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 that's hard to do when you're small, right? If you only have one practice and you're the only dentist, you're, you're probably not going to be able to do that. But as you grow and you get more time and you start to see the value of that, obviously those are the kind of things that you can really take advantage of and, and, and use to help dentist go is super powerful. Like the (laughs) dentist came. I gotta tell you, my hygienists are much better than I am. They are lovely. They're super smart. Obviously we're PhD great with kids. I do go to some of the school shows even still, but often my schedule doesn't allow it, but you can have a great bubbly receptionist. You can have a great hygienist, a floater. It's, it's more about the personality. The information they're going to be giving a bunch of kindergartners is not super high level. Like you don't need a degree to tell someone to eat healthy foods and brush your teeth. Like that's, you know, and I, I, I don't know that the kindergartners are so much absorbing that information. I yeah. think it's the pamphlet you're giving to the parents and the kid being like, the dentist came visit me and they had a cool puppet. Like <laughs> no one's like, mom, I think you should have less sticky sugar. Like that's not happening. Yeah. But yeah, they're not, they're not sharing that part. Your community. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. How, how, so if you had everybody here listening, let's say all the pediatric dentists across the country did, and they're new, they're starting out and they're trying to figure out, navigate this whole marketing world. What would you tell them? Where would you tell them to start? What would you tell them to do to kind of get their feet wet and start to get an understanding of how to grow their practices? I, I, I really, I really, really feel, and we kind of touched upon this here and there, but I'll make it very clear. Your best source of patience is going to come from within your own office. It's, it's just people will help you with other people and you just need to put yourself out there and. I understand everyone, even in my own office, I cannot get some of my doctors to just say, can you do me a favor? Like people come up to the front, they're like, oh, that was much better than I thought it was going to be. Or that was less scary or less expensive or you name it. Like I say, I want to take an x-ray. They assume it's a thousand dollars and maybe it's 40. They're like, what? It's only 40 bucks. Be like, can you tell people like if we opened another location, which is by nature slower. People are like, this mm-hmm. is great. I used to drive 20 minutes to you. Now I drive five. It goes, could you tell your friends, like, honestly, like, I'm a little bored. We need more patience. Like, make it silly if you're silly. Make it serious if you're serious. But asking people, point blank, asking them to refer friends is huge. Um, this is also nothing secret. Uh, I happen to love coffee. And uh, I want to be crystal clear. You cannot, you are not supposed to, you should not say, if you send a patient or if you leave a review, I will give you. You're not allowed to do that. Do not do that. But once they've given the patient or done the review, you're like, listen, thank you so much. This is amazing. I just, I feel so honored. You, can, you can't say who they said. You can say, thank you for sending Timmy. That's, that's not allowed. Yep. I think everybody knows that. I don't know if this is going to show up on the camera, but I printed these yeah, uh, well. right from Starbucks. I put our logo on the card. Oh, that's so and cool. It's technically a business card. It's a $5 Starbucks card. This is not hard to do. It's no. cheaper as <laughs> yeah, you buy no. more. Yeah. And, and not for nothing. Sometimes I talk too much. Sometimes I get stuck on the phone. Sometimes another kid gets hit with a baseball bat and I got to put a tooth back together and now I'm late. Not even to get patience, just to build a sense of happiness, trust. 
Mrs. Miller, just be honest. I am so sorry. I hate to keep you waiting. I'm really sorry about that. Like, I'm sorry. This is what happened. I'm not going to lie. Like, I said, listen, it's my fault. I I was talking. I'm sorry. I talk a lot. (laughs) Have a cup of coffee. I'm so sorry. And I've never had anyone be mad at me. And I have on more than one occasion, they're like, oh, my God, I waited two hours at the pediatrician. No one said anything. I waited yeah. four hours at the OB. This is nuts. Like, I, you got me a cup yeah. of coffee? You don't even need to. I said, you know what? Do me a favor. Tell your friend. Don't tell them I was late. Tell them I gave you a free cup of coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Control, apologize. Control the messaging. Yeah. No, that's and awesome. I, I and it, it, I'm, I'm a person. I'm a parent. I'm just like you. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, this has been great. I really appreciate you coming on. There's some gems that we definitely got out of this, and I know it's going to help a lot of people. So I appreciate you taking the time to come on today. Thank you for having me. This was uh, fun and easy. So um, I do appreciate your help. And also, I mean, I really mean this, all that you uh, do for the community. I do listen to the podcast and I went to the boot camp, which was wonderful. And I try to go next year. So uh, thank you for all of your insights and help. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's my goal. I really want to build community and just genuinely the one thing I've learned about communities, you just have to give and give and give and give and give. And in the long run, it it pays off and and just helping people is an amazing uh, feeling. And I know you feel the same way. You do the same thing in your community and for what you where you're. That's why we're all doing this. I want to have more patients to help more people. Yep. You know, it's business, but it's also it's you can't be doing this without caring about your patients and your community. 100 percent. Awesome. 